0: Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from OTRgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Two types of concert lovers. One, those who love the classics and enjoy a cultural evening among other musically educated people. And two, Fibber McGee and Molly.
1: my, this concert tonight should be wonderful, McGee. Oh, yes. It's culturally
2: very stimulating, my dear. <laughs> if you can stand the whole evening of it.
1: Where did you say you got the tickets? Out
2: at the airport. I was standing around like I always do, screaming at the pilots to get the wheels up, give it more gas, raise that right wing and stuff, when I suddenly looked down and there they were. The pilots? No, the tickets.
3: <laughs>
2: They're in a little envelope. Seventh row center for tonight. Yasha Polonsky directing the symphony orchestra. Civic Auditorium, 30 tonight. Ah,
1: uh, two tickets for Yasha Polanski. Yep. <laughs> the greatest of them all.
2: Yep, you said it. What a conductor. With a guy like that, every little gesture counts.
1: That's what they say.
2: Yep, they tell me that once in San Francisco, he got a bum manicure and had his nails filed too short in his left hand and the bassoons were a half a beat behind all evening.
3: <laughs>
2: Next night, he had to conduct the orchestra wearing celluloid falsies on his fingers. <laughs>
1: but look, dearie, I don't think we should use these tickets. Why
2: not? Finders, keepers, losers, weepers, I always say.
1: But maybe whoever lost them wanted to use them.
2: Now, look, Tootsie, let's be practical. I found these at the airport. That means whoever lost them was leaving town, don't it?
1: No. No, it might mean they were lost by somebody just arriving.
2: Well, in that case, they'll be too tired to go to an old concert after (laughs) traveling. No, Snooky. I figured they got lost by some guy that hates music so he could stay home and watch a football game on television. Well, run and get ready, Snooky, and let's go.
1: I'm, I'm almost ready right now,
2: McGee. <laughs> sure, sure, I know. Women are always almost ready. But let's get all ready. <laughs> I like to get an early start and window shop on the way. Get to the Civic Auditorium in time to eat a sack of popcorn before the curtain goes up. <laughs>
1: One does not eat popcorn at a Yasha Polanski concert.
2: (laughs) Oh,
3: yes, one
2: does. One eats popcorn, but one doesn't blow up the bag and bust it. (laughs) One crumples it up quietly and sticks it in his wife's purse. (laughs) Take you to get ready because all I got to do is change my shirt, shine my shoes, and change Well, I'm sh-
1: ready right now. Hand me my hat and gloves.
2: Uh, well, oh, my gosh. You are ready. Why, sure. Why, that's not fair, Molly. You know a husband always figures on his wife taking two hours to get dressed. My gosh, this way you're making me hold us up, and I don't want to be the one. Come old. in. Oh, it's Ole from the Elks Club.
1: Hi, Ollie. Hello, Ollie. Come in. Well,
2: hello, Mrs. Hello, McGee. You was just leaving
4: for some place?
2: A uh, concert at the Civic Auditorium, Oli. Yasha Polansky is conducting.
0: I and Mrs. McGee are
2: music lovers, you
0: know. Well, I didn't know your missus was a music lover, McGee. I bet I always knew you was.
1: No, really, only?
0: Sure, one day at Elf's club, he spent 65 cents for Harry James playing June and January on the yoke <laughs> Well,
2: that's the more popular, a uh, popular type of music boy. <laughs> also
3: got
2: a name. I do like the classics. Didn't you hear me playing the Grand
0: Canyon Suite? No, darling, I didn't.
3: <laughs>
0: that was used to yoke, maybe.
1: Olly, are your children musical?
0: Well, yes and no, missus. Christina, my oldest girl, she's pretty good on the Hawaiian guitar. We got some good musical evenings over at our house sometimes.
1: Mm, I bet you do, Ole.
0: Sure, Christina with a steel guitar, my missus sitting at the piano, little Oly hitting upside down vase basket with drumsticks, (laughs) and Cousin Lars learning new tunes on the concertina. Uh, What do you play, Oly? Well, on evenings like that, you and me at the firehouse. That I don't mean to keep you from concert folks. I you stop in to say hello, so goodbye. Goodbye. Oh,
2: <laughs> well, I guess everybody can't have a good ear for music. I guess a love of music is kind of born into a person.
1: Yes, I believe it is. And early training counts too, you know. Oh, sure. I used to teach music to children back in Peoria, if you'll remember. Yeah, I remember. Ah, it's wonderful to think how many of my pupils turned out to be successful upholsters. (laughs) Insurance salesmen and smugglers when they might have been just third-rate musicians. (laughs) Well, that's life,
2: kiddo. Nature intended most of us to be listeners instead of performers. That's why we got two ears and only one mouth.
1: (laughs) Kevin, get ready, dear. You like to get an early start, remember?
2: Well, don't take but a minute, kiddo. I'll run up and change my shirt. This is a wartime shirt, and the tail is too short. (laughs) Creeps up on me like a dieting fat lady creeps up on a hot fudge Sunday.
1: <laughs> I better shave.
3: Yes,
2: Well, I'm all ready to go again, Molly. What time is about
1: it? About half past, dearie. All shaved, are you?
2: Oh, feel that face, kiddo. Slicker than a bus driver's pants.
1: Well, you know, I've been waiting... Well, how like...
2: do I look, Tootsie? Like what the well-dressed man will wear to a Polanski concert. And he found
1: two good tickets on the aisle at the airport, down in the seventh row, of four. You look lovely, dearie. Eh? Especially those carpet slippers—they give you that casual look. You know? Carpets!
2: Oh my gosh, I forgot my
1: shoes.
2: <laughs> I thought my feet felt awful comfortable. <laughs> well, you sit down a minute, Tootsie. My shoes are right here in the dining room. Up.
1: Oh, for goodness' sake!s Who's this? Come in.
2: Oh, it's Oldtimer. Hi, Oldtimer.
5: Hello,
1: Mister Oldtimer. Hello,
5: Oh, Johnny! Just riding past on my new motorcycle thought I'd drop in for a mic.
2: <laughs> motorcycle, eh? That must be a lot of fun.
1: Sidecar, Mr. Oldtimer. Uh,
5: don't mind if I do, daughter.
3: <laughs>
5: it's kind of dusty riding. Ho, oh, ho! You mean on the motorcycle? <laughs> Nope, I ride it the hard way.
2: <laughs> Ever do any hill climbing on it, old-timer? You bet, Johnny. Yeah?
5: Bunch of us was out at Pickens Hill last Sunday.
1: I thought they were leveling that hill off for a new subdivision.
5: They are, daughter, they are. They had a bulldozer working when I was out there. Oh. I rides up to the fellow and I says, Hey, I says, what you doing with that bulldozer? Who, me, he says, I'm getting the hill out of here. <laughs> Sir, I, uh, say, am I detaining you folks, Johnny?
2: Oh, no, we're just on going to a symphony concert tonight, old Polonski. Uh, old
5: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jiminy, kids, I, I just love symphony concerts. My family was all musical, you know. Really,
1: Mr. Oldtimer? Seems like everybody's was.
5: Yep. My sister Fanny, she had a natural aptitude for the cello, being bow-legged. <laughs> Peabody, he whammed the banjo with Toscanini, but Toscanini fired him and he started playing barbecue theater. <laughs> From Toski to Minsky in one jump, you might say. <laughs> and Mama, Mama played the glockenspiel in parades pretty sharp, and Papa, well, I, I, that was the thing that busted up a fine musical family, kids.
1: Why? What happened?
5: Papa, he was getting his bass violin down off of the shelf when it slipped and stabbed him in the neck. Only musician on record that Ever got gored by a bull
3: fiddle?
2: (laughs) We better get going, kiddo. Oh, hand me my other shoe, will you? Thanks. You sure you're all ready?
1: Sweetheart, I've been dressed and waiting for so long that my new hat has been out of style twice and it's back in again now. (laughs) Let's get started, I'll be you? right
2: with you, church. As soon as I tie this shoe in... the now, dead rat, dead rat. Dead.
1: Busted a shoestring. Oh, dear. Run upstairs and get one out of your other shoes.
2: I can't. That's where I got these.
1: <laughs>
2: have we got an old belt around here? I can cut some rawhide shoelaces out in the belt
1: Hello, and Hello,
0: Molly. Hiya, pal. Hello,
1: Mr. Wilcox. Come Hi, in.
0: Junior. Have you got an extra shoestring? I can't save just... it a minute, kids. I just dropped in to wish you a happy make-a-pet-of-your-husband-week, Molly.
1: How was that again?
0: (laughs) Haven't you heard? This is National Make-A-Pet of Your Husband Week. I dreamed it up. Well, go back to sleep, boy. You can do better than that.
1: (laughs) If you think I'm going to put a leash on my husband and buy him a license just because... Oh, no, he...
0: no, no. Not that kind of pet, Molly. My idea is simply to encourage women to be kind to their husbands. Baby them, pamper them, keep them happy. Aww. Hey, that's a splendid idea, Junior. Oh, sure. I'm spoiled
2: myself, of course. And the quickest you... way to make a
0: husband happy is to give him a happy-looking home.
3: Yeah.
0: A home that gleams with the hospitality that Johnson's self-polishing glow coat gives it. Hmm. I couldn't see the pistol, but I knew it was loaded. <laughs> home where the floors and kitchen linoleum are safely guarded against wear and tear with glow coat. The new glow coat with a new glow. The glow coat that makes your linoleum look, last. Look, I busted a shoestring ten times longer. Now take that linoleum in your kitchen, Molly. If you could put a sheet of plate glass over that and walk on the glass only, you'd never need new linoleum, would you? No,
1: but glass isn't That's very good.
0: That's exactly what Johnson's self-polishing <laughs> glow coat does for your floor kids. It takes all the wear, and your linoleum stays new. I get it. So you can see that <laughs> neglecting to keep your floors in linoleum coat protected is pretty silly economy. It's like saving money by not putting oil in your car. You'll need a new one a whole lot sooner. I so, mean... you can make a pet out of your husband. Hey, 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 look. Waxy. Yes, pet.
1: You really, Her have... pal. <laughs>
3: do
1: you really have to leave Mr. Wilcox right now?
0: Yes, I do, kids. I have to hurry home and get dressed. I'm throwing a little dinner tonight. Yeah, a party, Junior? No, no. My sister-in-law's visiting us, and she's cooking dinner. I'm throwing it out and taking the girls downtown. (laughs) Go on, kid.
1: Isn't he nice, McGee? He always likes to have his little joke, doesn't he? Yeah, you said it.
2: There ain't a guy in town that has any littler jokes than Wilcox.
1: <laughs>
2: His gags are so... Hey, look. I think I can tie this busted shoelace together now. Well, yeah, I'll skip a couple of holes. There. Did that do it? Yeah. Now, let's get going right now before I hold us up again.
1: Let Mother look at you a minute. Did you put on clean socks?
2: Sure, sure. I'm all set. Wallet. Driver's license. Elk's Elk's tooth. Keys, extra handkerchief. Well, I take off my coat and vest a minute.
1: Your coat and vest? Why?
2: I want to check and see if my shirt tail's in good. Hold the coat. I'll be such a fashion plate when I walk in that auditorium. I don't Your shirt, shirt
1: looks fine, except... What on earth is the bulge in the pocket?
2: This? Oh, that's the jelly sandwiches. <laughs> what? Oh, some of them concerts run pretty long. Take
1: those out of your shirt, for heaven's sake.
2: huh. they're okay. There's no peanut butter in them. <laughs> Just wrapped him in a paper napkin. And... Oh, oh look. The jelly leaves. Oh, dear. Your shirt is a mess,
1: McGee. Now, now you
2: relax, Tootsie. Just just take a minute to yank it off. And... Oop, there went a button. You you just relax, kiddo. I'll get another shirt. Oh, dear, oh,
1: dear. They say men are just little boys grown up, but if mine doesn't start growing up pretty soon, I don't
2: know. Doggone it now, who?
4: Come in.
1: Oh, it's Mayor trivia, McGee. Hello, Mr. Mayor.
4: Good evening, Molly. I'm... Well, isn't it a little early for bed, McGee? I didn't know you were undressing. Oh, he isn't
1: undressing, Mr. Mayor. He's dressing to go out.
4: Oh, uh, with his usual backward approach to everything, I see. Yep, found two tickets to a concert at the Civic, Latrive. We'd ask you to go along if you had your own ticket, but you probably wouldn't like it anyhow. Long hair stuff. Uh, thank you, but I couldn't go anyhow. Yeah? I have to get home and work over the city budget tonight.
1: Pretty busy, Mr.
4: Mayor? Oh, yes, indeed. Between the Citizens Committee yelping for lower taxes and the City Council yelping for higher taxes, I've been walking a tightrope all week.
1: (laughs) Does that relax you, Mr. Mayor? Like a warm bath or something?
4: Does what relax me? Walking a tightrope.
2: I used to know a guy who always juggled, uh, juggled vineyard balls when he got nervous, but... He knocked out so many front teeth, he decided he'd rather have the jitters so he couldn't jump in No, no,
3: (laughs) no.
4: No, McGee. Just wait a minute. You know, if I I was
1: up on a high rope like that, I'd be a nervous wreck because... Please,
4: please, Mrs. McGee. You see, when I said I'd been walking a tightrope, that was simply a figure of speech. Oh? I didn't mean I'd been doing any actual walking on a rope at all. Oh, you don't have
2: to explain that to us,
4: boy. We know what you meant. Good.
2: Certainly. I used to practice rope walking behind our garage, and I never did any actual walking either. Too.
3: <laughs> I
2: was always either straddle a rope
4: or hanging by my stomach. All no. time. You, you, you don't understand. I simply use. Mr. Mayor,
1: I wouldn't let this get around if I were you, because if the voters found out you spent your time teetering on a tightrope instead of tending to business,
4: I man. don't teeter on a tightrope. This whole thing. If you is don't just teeter. You must be plenty good, boy. <laughs>
1: Don't, Peter.
4: What do you use? A balancing pole? Of just... course I don't use a vanishing bowl. Huh? A banister pole. Why would I want to use no, a Now, 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 Mister
1: Mayor, don't shout. You'll
4: lose your
2: balance there, boy. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <Well.
3: laughs>
1: Naturally, he doesn't carry a balancing pole, McGee. He probably just carries a little silk umbrella, huh?
3: <laughs> uh, sure.
2: I'll bet you look mighty cute, Latreve, teetering along that tightrope with a blue parasol and dressed in pink tights with your
5: pants. I don't tear pink tights and carry a blue barbasol. <laughs> pink tights and a pair of parasol. Parasol? Look, talking a white rope, a tightrope, is really a migger of feech. A Peach! Feech! <laughs> feech! Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are gathered. No! No! <laughs> <laughs>
4: Will you not steedling me? Huh? Needling <laughs> me! Me! Everything I say, thing I play. Hey, I, I didn't mix this whole startup. Uh, you were the
3: one, that, it was all a matter of. You were the one, that, and I was.
4: A repulsive, low-comedy character. (laughs) But if it is any comfort to you, you have one thing and one thing only that is completely charming. I have? Well, what's that, Latreth? Your wife. Good night, Molly. Oh, no! Not that girl! No, no!
5: Look what fell out. A clean shirt. I'll be ready now.
1: If we're going to this concert, we better get started. I was all ready to go, but you had to change your shirt, shave, put new laces in Uh, your shoes. Well, they aren't new,
2: kiddo. I just took them laces out of my tennis shoes and put them into these shoes. And they look kind of funny, white laces and black shoes, so I had to take them out and dip them in the ink. (laughs) And I had to wait for him to drive. And now then you spent
1: fifteen minutes on the telephone to tell more troops you wouldn't be bowling tonight.
2: Well, well, and well if... we still got plenty of time, baby. That's the difference between men and women. Men always start in plenty of time. Yes,
1: yes. Come in, Heavenly Days. It's Doctor Gambling.
2: It dear. is indeed. Good evening, my dear. And what are you
6: all dressed up for, Bro Bummel? Hi, cough killer.
1: In answer to your recent inquiry, Doctor, we're attending a symphony concert tonight.
6: Oh, I wish
2: I could go with you. I'm an old symphony man myself. I always considered you more of a military band man myself, Dockey. More brass than finesse.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry we haven't an extra ticket for you, Doctor, but it's a little late to try and get another one. Uh,
6: Yes, I know, but I couldn't make it anyway, thanks. A critical situation has come up at the hospital with one of our wealthy patients.
1: Oh. Expecting the worst, are you, doctor?
6: Yes, the crisis will be reached about 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. At that time, we expect he'll try to pack up and go home without paying his bill. <laughs> Very serious situation. Oh, you'll survive,
2: butcher boy. You always manage to collect, don't oh, you? Oh, be quiet. Okay, I'll be quiet.
6: What is what is this concert tonight, Molly? I haven't heard about it.
1: Well, it's Yasha Polanski, doctor. He's conducting.
6: Yasha Polanski? Oh, but he's the best. Why,
2: certainly he's oh. the best. You think we dash out like this, all dressed up, to hear Spike Jones play Dardanella on a bicycle pump?
3: No, McGee, personally,
1: I'd love to hear Spike Jones. I hadn't D-
6: heard about this. Why didn't people tell me these things? How did an ignorant
2: little... Where'd you hear about this, egg <laughs> face? I knew about it, Doctor, because I just happened to be a sensitive, wide-awake citizen that he's always on the alert. That's how I knew about it, Doctor, because... Yes, but... As you... the guy says, when he stuck the newspaper in the front of his shirt on the cold winter day, I'm always abreast of the
1: times. He found the tickets at the airport, doctor. Personally, I think we're doing wrong to use them, but himself here says... I
2: says finders, keepers, losers, stay home. That's what I say. And furthermore, Let me see the tickets, bird brain. I certainly, prod pulse. Here they are right here. Hey, where's the tickets? Molly, I can't find the ticket. Where'd I put
1: them, No, You probably left them upstairs when you made one of your last seven trips up there after I was all ready to go, did you? Oh, my gosh.
2: A good thing I discovered it before we got to the auditorium. I'll be right back, Doctor. Okay.
1: Isn't he cute, Doctor? Did you ever know a man who could be so wrong about so many things and make it look so reasonable?
6: I wish he'd make a new will and leave his brain to the Atomic Energy Commission. (laughs) I'd be interested in knowing how such a small bit of matter could make so much noise. I heard <laughs> but about this Polanski
2: concert? If I'd only known that it was going to... Here you are, Fudge Buckle. Cast your faded blue eyes on these. Two tickets, Seventh Row Center, Civic Auditorium, tonight. Polanski, right? Hmm... May I use your telephone?
1: Certainly, Doctor. Go right ahead. It
2: won't do you any good to try and get
6: tickets this late, Pat, so They'll just tell you they Hello, operator, give me the Whistle Vista Gazette, will you please?
1: A very smart move, Doctor. If anybody can get you a Hello, guest.
6: Gazette. Music desk, please. It mm, must be the newspaper. Hello, Marty. Doc Gamble. You got an extra ticket to the Polanski concert tonight? Mm, huh? Oh, is that so? Uh
2: huh. No, I guess I can't. Mm. Why don't he go out to the airport and find his own tickets
4: like that? <laughs> I got the
1: ambition and energy. I'm R- the doctor's. Call. Okay,
6: Marty, thanks a lot. Well, I guess I won't be able to join you folks. You better get going or you'll miss it.
1: What time is it, Doctor?
6: Eight fifteen, and that is Naval Observatory Time. It's a funny place to wear your watch, but we'll take your watch. <laughs>
2: off at the Civic Auditorium,
6: Doxy? No, Sonny, I'm afraid it'll be a little out of my way.
1: Why, Doctor, the Civic Auditorium is only a block from the hospital.
6: Yes, ours is, but the Civic Auditorium in which Yasha Polanski is playing tonight is in Philadelphia.
5: Philadelphia. Philadelphia? 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 You mean, you mean somebody at the airport was,
2: these tickets ain't... Oh, I'd like to lay my hands on the dirty rat that lost these tickets.
1: Well, McGee, I certainly enjoyed that. Turned out to be a very satisfying evening after all.
2: I'm glad you enjoyed it, kiddo.
1: What a conductor that man was. <laughs> such grace, such poise. What a platform personality. Yeah. I could ride back and forth on his streetcar all night long. <laughs>
2: Well, we'll take a ride again sometime, baby. Maybe next week, maybe.
1: Good night. Good night, all.